This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, welcome everyone. We continue in Daf HaShavua, Masechti Vamas, Daf Samach Vav Amar Beis. We are discussing the difference between two different properties that a woman may bring into her marriage, namely Nechsei Tzayin Barzal and Nechsei Milug. Nechsei Milug are uh, properties that basically they belong to her. He has rights of payrois, and he has rights to use it, but they primarily belong to her. If they go up, she gains. If they go down, she loses. However, Nechsei Tzayin Barzal, which Rashi on the Mishnah defined as properties that she brings into the marriage and they are evaluated um, they are evaluated and they're written in the ksuba and they're really his in the sense that if they go up he's the one who stands to gain if they go down he's the one who stands to lose what would the halacha be if they get divorced and he wants to take that property and he's going to say to her, look, I know uh, you brought it in, but I am going to, uh, I want it, it's mine. I'll pay you for it. In other words, we, we evaluate it at $1,000. If it's worth 1200 I get the difference. I'm going to give you $1,000. Or even if it's worth $1,000, I want the property, I'll pay you the cash. So is he allowed to do that? Again, is basically they wrote it in the Ksuba, they evaluated it. And, and, it belongs to him. The question is, does it continue to belong to him? In the sense, he does have to return at least the value, but can he actually keep those possessions? So that's the Shaila in the Gemara, two lines from the bottom, Samach Vav Amr Aleph. Itmar Hamachneses Shum Labala, if she brings in an estimation to her husband. Rashi says this refers to Nichsei Tsoin Barzel. That were a value in the ksuba, and there were kalim or some other tangible items. She says, "He oimeres kli aninoitela." She says, "I'm going to take a kli." In other words, uh, I brought into the marriage this teapot from my great grandmother. It was worth ten thousand dollars, and I don't want ten thousand dollars. I want my grandma, great grandma's teapot. Vu oimer davil aninoisin. He, he says, I happen to collect teapots, so I can give you the cash, and uh, I'm going to take the item. Hadinami, who's right? Who's the real owner? Will the real owner of Nechsei Tzayin Barzal stand up? To what extent do they really belong to him? Can he keep the item and exchange it for money? Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Hadin Ima, the din is with her. And she gets the kalim. Rav Ami Omar, Hadini Ravami says the din is with him. Rav Yehuda Amar, Hadin Ima. Rav Yehuda says the din is with her. Why? Misham Shevach Beis Aviha. You know why Rav Yehuda says the din is with her? These are the prestigious items of the house of her father. In other words, this is the uh, one of the very honorable. Uh, items in her father's collection. This is what her family's, uh, part of her fa- family's heirloom. And she has a right to it. She doesn't want the cash. This is a family property, family possession. And she has a right to that item back. 
Ravami Omar, Ravami says, Hadinima, the din is with him. Why? Kivan the Omar Mar, since the Master said, we said in the Mishnah, Im Mesu Mesu Lai. If the Eved dies, the, he suffers. He lost the money. He has to reimburse him. If they went up, he's the one who gains. So that means, bottom line, he's responsible. So if he's responsible, since he's responsible for them, he gets to eat them. In other words, if if uh, they divorce, he gets the actual item. So if Ami says the dinner's with her, this is the honorable possession of her family's asset, and Rav, um, that's what Rav Yehuda says. And Rav Ami says the dinner's with him. Because he's responsible for it. He suffers the loss, he bears to gain. So therefore, it's his, he could take it if they, if they divorce. Okay, so that's the deal. Amrav Safra, Rav Safra said, okay, Rav Safra said, wait a second. You're going to bring a raya from the Mishnah, from the fact that the Mishnah says that since he is responsible for it, therefore it says, Amar of Safra, Rav Safra said, Mika Tani Vehin Shalai. Rav Safra said, Is it taught and they're his? It doesn't say, Im Mesu Mesu Lai, Vimaisir Siru Lai, Hal Vehin Shalai, Yoichlu. What does that mean? Um, look in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that Avdeit Soin Barzal, that uh, Amana brings into a Koyen, Gadol in a marriage, Avdeit Soin Barzal, Imei Sumei Suloi, Vimei Siroi Suloi, Very nice. The Avdeit Tzayim Barzal could eat Shuma if the, if the husband is a Koyen. It doesn't say, since they're his, the Avadim could eat Shuma. It says, since they are, since he's Chayv Ba'achrayas, he could eat Shuma. So in other words, don't bring a Raya from the fact that he's Chayv Ba'achrayas, that he's the owner, because what the Mishnah really says is, since he's Chayv Ba'achrayas, he could feed them Shuma. So again, Amr of Safra, Mi Katani, does the Mishnah say, Vehin Shaloi? That they're his, Havachai Bachusan? Right? Mi Katani Vehin Shaloi? Does the Mishnah say that they're his? Havachai Bachusan Katani? It says, because he is responsible. And they're, really, they're not his. So basically, we're saying the Mishnah does not indicate that Avde Milug are his. The Mishnah just indicates that Avde Milug. He is responsible for. Says the Gemara. So then you're saying that the reason why the Avde Milug of a Koyen could eat Shuma is because he's Chayv Ba'achrayas. As if Achrayas is what allows somebody to eat Shuma. Says Gemara, V'chol Heicha, T'chayv Ba'achrayus and Achli B'Chuma. Is it in fact true that whenever you're Chayv Ba'achrayas, you could eat Shuma. But Tanan, we learned in a Mishnah. Yisrael, Shasachar, Para, Mikoyen. A Yisrael, 
that rented a cow from a Kayin. You hear the case? Story time. I know it's been a long day, and maybe some of the kids started school, so you're stressed out. And if your kids didn't start school, you're even more stressed out. So I want to tell you a very interesting story. I'm going to relieve you of your stress. The story is, you know, don't get uh, too excited, but this is pretty amazing. You hear, hear what happened? A Jew rented a cow from a Koyen. You believe it? It's unbelievable. A Jew rented a cow from a Koyen. And you know what the Jew wanted to do? The Jew wanted to feed the cow truma. Karshine truma. It's a kind of bean. It's a kind of uh, something that grows on the ground. The halacha is Yisrael that, high, that rented a cow from a Koyen. Now this is the property of a Koyen. This cow is a property of a Koyen. A cow of a Koyen, a Koyen is allowed to feed truma to his cow, provided that it's animal food, not human food, but Karshinim are animal fodder. So the Yisrael, who's basically renting the cow of the Koyen, wants to feed this cow truma. So Yisrael could feed it the uh, karshinim of truma, the beans of truma. Koyen shesachar from Yisrael, koyen that rented a cow from Yisrael. Afal pishem is oinoisel alav, even though he's responsible for the cow, lo yachilenu karshinim truma. He cannot feed it truma. So we see that just because you're responsible for an animal, you can't feed it truma. Even though this kind rented it and he's responsible for it, he can't feed it truma. So how could you say the pshat and the mishnah of why Avdeit, Soin, Barzel are allowed to eat truma if, they, if she brings it into the marriage to a koyen? Do you want to say the koyen could feed a truma because he's chayv in their achrayis? But we know Chayiv Bachriusan is not a reason to be Machal Bachuma. Must be why could the Kayan feed Abdemilug Truma? Because he owns it, like the Shita of Rabbi Ami. It can't be because he's responsible, because we see from this Mishnah that responsibility does not allow you to eat Truma. Says Imra, we see nothing from here. We do not see from here that responsibility doesn't allow you to eat truma. You know why? Because when a Koyin rents a cow from a Jew, he's not really that responsible. Vitizbara, is that logical? That responsibility over here doesn't allow him to feed the animal truma? Because Nehinami de Neva true, his responsibility is Machai of him. That if it's stolen or lost, he has to pay. But say, but if it, an oinus happens, bekachsha, or if the animal is weakened, uvenavches dameha, or if it's diminished, mi mechayiv. What do you be chayiv? So therefore, don't say, oh, we have arrived from here that chayiv bachuyusen is not. Um, does not allow you to eat shuma because you're not really chayvin so much achrayis over here. It's only partial uh, responsibility. It's not full responsibility over here. You're only chayv for gneva v'aveda. The animal is stolen or lost when you rented it, but you're not chayv if an oinus happens or if the animal weakens or if it diminishes in value. If anything, let's from the end of this Mishnah, the indication is that responsibility does allow you to eat shuma.
Haloidamia, this is only similar. Elalaseifa to the end of that Mishnah, where it says Yisrael Shesham Paramikoyim, a Jew that evaluated a cow from a Kayin. In this case, when he rented it, they evaluated it, and they made a stipulation that the renter will return it at the cow at that value, that if it goes down, or annoyingness happens, or if it depreciates, he has to pay. So in this case, you're taking full responsibility. Yisrael shasham paramikoyen, Yisrael that takes full responsibility for the animal of a koyen, lo yachileno karshinei chuma, cannot feed it the karshinim of chuma, avokoyen shasham parabi Yisrael, but a koyen that evaluated a cow from a Yisrael, yachileno karshinei chuma, could feed it karshinei chuma. So we see that responsibility does allow you, in fact, to be machal b'tshuma. And then in the Mishnah, when it says, avdei milug can eat shuma, it's because of the responsibility that you have to it. But, maybe Rabbi, Am, maybe Rabbi Huda is correct, that avdei milug are really owned by her. And she would be able to get it back if they would get divorced. So the bottom line is we don't have any indication from the Brisa who the halach is in accordance with. Namely, can she demand the Avdimiluk back or can he say, no, I'll pay you for it. Says the Gemara, Yosef Rabba. Rabba was sitting, Rav Yosef, and Rav Yosef was sitting, Bishuli, Pirkei Rav Nachman, at the end of the Shir of Rav Nachman, and they were sitting and they were saying, Tanya Kavaseid Rabbi Huda, we learned in a Bryce in accordance with Rabbi Huda, the Kanya Kavaseid Rabbi Ami, we learned in a Bryce in accordance with Rabbi Ami, Tanya Kavaseid Rabbi Ami, we learned in a Bryce in accordance with Rabbi Ami, Avdeit Sain Barzel. So we're going to prove now that the halacha is that he owns the Avdeit Sain Barzel. Now we know, interesting thing, if you knock out the eye or the tooth of an Eved, the Eved goes free. You know that halacha? Eved goes free, b'shein v'ayin. Now, how about avdeit soin barzel? Only if the owner knocks out a tooth. If a random guy off the street knocks out the eye or the tooth of an Eved, kanani, he doesn't go free. So, avdeit soin barzel, yoitzin b'shein v'ayin. The avodim of soin barzel, they go out with a tooth or eye, le'ish. But not a woman. Meaning if he knocks out the tooth of the Eved, he goes free. The Eved goes free. But if she does, the Eved doesn't go free. That means he's the owner, not her. <laughs> Clearly he's the owner. Otherwise, because an Eved Kanani only goes free if what? If you... Uh, Eved Kanani only goes free if you... If the owner knocks out the tooth. Tani said Rabbi Yehuda, we learned in a brightness in accordance with Rabbi Yehuda. shum labala. One who brings in evaluated property or possessions to her husband.
so that means they evaluated these possessions um, before they married. If the Baal wants to sell, he can't sell. So if she brings in Sain Barzal into the marriage, he can't sell. Rashi explains, the reason he can't sell it, what do you mean, but it's his? Yeah, but if they get divorced, she'll want it back. So this indicates Rabbi Ami is correct, that because of her right to take it back upon divorce, he can't even sell it while they're married. Not only that, even if he brought in certain possessions from his own into the marriage, the Baal can't sell it. Even his own possessions that they bring into the marriage that he sort of commits to her, he can't sell. Which Rashi said means if one or the other sold it for a livelihood, this was a story that came before Shem Gamliel, and Shem Gamliel said, the husband could take it out from the buyers. Not only if he sold it without her permission, and he dies, or he divorced her, that she could take it from the Lekuchas, but even if she died, even if she died, and she had sold it. He could take it from the buyers. It's not a mechira. As long as she's alive, it's not a sale. The bottom line is, this b'risa indicates that a Rabbi Huda is correct, that the Allah is with her. That he cannot sell the nechsei milug because she'll take it back after the uh, divorce. So basically we have a b'risa that supports Rabbi Huda. Even though we had a b'risa in accordance with Rabbi Ami that the Abdeit Soin Barzel are Yoitzin Mashin Va'ayin Laish. So we have a b'risa in accordance with Rabbi Ami and a b'risa in accordance with Rabbi Huda. Amar Rava, Rava said, Amar Nachman, Halacha Rabbi Huda. The Halacha is like Rabbi Huda, that it goes to her. Amar Lei, Rav Rav Nachman, Rava said to Rav Nachman, what do you mean the Halacha is like Rabbi Huda? But we had a b'risa in accordance with both of them. But Tani Kvasid Rav Ami. But we learned in a b'risa in accordance with Rav Ami. So that's what Rava asked Rav Nachman. Didn't we learn a b'risa like Rav Ami? So Nachman said back to Rava, even though we learned in the Bryce Lagrami, Stabra time of Rabbi Huda. It's Mistabra that Rabbi Huda is right. Why? Because of the logic of Mishum Shevach Beisaviha. That this is the material asset and the prestigious possession of her father's household, and it's Mistabra she gets it back. So even though we have conflicting Brysos, Nevertheless, the svara is so compelling that this is something, uh, an heirloom of the family, and she should be able to get it back. And just for good measure, since I love you so much, I'm going to tell you another story. Hahu, da'asa, 
Hahi itza, there was a lady, the Ailile Legavra Itztala. Demilsa Biksubasa. There was a woman that she brought her husband into the marriage a cloak of silk for in her ksuba. Now, now what was this? This was Lechayra Nechsei Tsoin Barzal. This is Nechsei Tsoin Barzal. Now we just said the Halachas like Reb that it belongs to her. Shachiv, now the guy died. Shaklu Yasmi, the Yisoyimim took it. They spread over the silk cloth on the mess. Now the halach is like this. One cannot get hana from anything used by a mess. Whatever a mess uses, any burial shrouds or cloak that the mess wears, anything the mess needs is asr bahana. So they quickly took this nichsei sain barzel and they covered the mess with it. Amarava Rava said, Kanya misna, the mess was kainet. Which seems to indicate that Allah is like Rabbi Ami, that Nechsei Tzayin Barzel belongs to him. Because if it belonged to her, then the mess, if somebody put someone else's coat on a mess, you could take it back, because the mess can't answer something that doesn't belong to him. It's, the mess only answers something that's his. So the fact that he answers the cloak that they put on him means Nechsei Tzayin Barzel belongs to the husband. But we just said Allah is like Rabbi Huda that it belongs to her. So Amar Rava Kanya Mishnah. Rava said the mess was kinda. Amar Lay Na Noi Na Noi Braidrav Yosef. Braidrava said to Rav Kahana. But Rava said and then Rav Nachman Allah Krabi Huda. Allah is like Rabbi Huda. That what? That Nikhsaid Sain Barzel are hers. She gets it back. So how can he ask her at Bahana? So the Gemara says an interesting thing. Rava said back to, to Nanoi, again, Nanoi, Braid of Yosef, Braid of Rava said to Rav Kahana, I, that looks like Yehuda. So Rav Kahana said back to Nanoi, wouldn't Rabbi Huda be Maida that even though it's hers, it's lacking collectability? She can't collect it. Meaning, even though it's hers, he would be Maida that so long as you have not collected it, it's not in the Rishus, it's not in her Rishus. But she has a Shibit on it. So since it's in the Rishos so of the Yisoyimim, they could be makdashit and, and cause it to be Asr Bahana. But given the Mechusar Gavaina, since it's lacking in collection, Rishusei Kai, it's in the Rishos so of the Yisoyimim, and they could cause it to become Asr Bahana. Okay, Marv Rabbi we will hold it over here. Does Hashem pick it up next time. Wishing everyone an amazing evening. Bracha v'hatzlacha. Kol tov. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.